Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's like Parliament, but with a lot less pricks. <laughs> My name. <laughs> You're going for tower. My name is BB Lynch. <laughs> and I'm Miranda Guy Fawkes Kane. <laughs> and coming up, we're talking about one of our favourite stores is, is Shush. And Renee from Shush is coming in to talk about what Shush is doing as part of Sexual Health Week. Hello, I'm Renee. I'm the award-winning store manager and in-house sexuality educator at Shush Women's Erotic Emporium in Shoreditch. Shush. You shush. No, you shush. You shush. You shush. You shush. You shush. You shush. Is a shop in Hoxton. Hey. Not, not <laughs> Keiko. <laughs> shush. Shush is such... Do you know, I went to Shush the first time... A million years ago. Yeah. Like really a million years ago. <laughs> and, um, and it was always groundbreaking. It was the first women's only sex shop. God, those yeah. Tyrannosaurus textile days must have been... <laughs> Something else. Fantastic. Such a place. <laughs> but I love it. I love the place and I love and I love what they're doing here. So Sex Health Week, uh, 16th, 22nd of September, is about sex and relationships and disability. Fantastic. Yeah, so I am wearing a hot pink clitoris around my neck because I feel this is important. I always like to wear my clitoris out and about. Um, <laughs> is that like wearing your heart on your sleeve? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a octopus. Um, so this is where education comes in handy. <laughs> it's not an octopus. I also have a notebook um, covered with tits, basically. I've <laughs> got these a are all real. She's ripped them off actual people. Yeah. <laughs> And I've got a pen that says dirty, sexy words. And I feel like all of this together will keep, yeah, together. Yeah. It, it will keep me uh, on brand. It will keep yeah. my message very clear. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Perfect. Beautiful. So anyway, this is a show about stone clearing. Yes. <laughs> Carpeting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's nice to dress Rug up. munching. Yes. <laughs> no, sorry. Renee, I went there. I'm on, sorry. <laughs> but speaking of rugs. Hey. Oh. <laughs> You've got an awareness event on Sunday. We'll get we've got we've got quite a few things to talk to you about, but this Sunday, most importantly, we have we have Vaginismus Awareness Day, Sunday the fifteenth of September, um, where we are going to talk about vag um, all day long. So if you want to come along and talk about your problematic vag, yeah. so we're not talking about the the really happy vaginas on this occasion. We're talking about the ones who are currently out of service, but who would perhaps like to go back into action again. And what is vag- vaginismus? Vaginismus. I'll say it for you. Vaginismus. Baby, take it to the bridge. Yeah. So vaginismus is a condition where the muscles in the vagina, they spasm. I call it the garage doors being shut. So basically you might want to park your car, but the garage doors are not opening. Some women might be able to insert a finger. Some women can't. Some women can't insert a tampon. They might not be able to go for smear tests. So it's not just ouch, sex. Ouch, ouch. Yes. Mm. And a lot of women go with this for years before mm. they get help. 
and there's a lot of shame attached to it. There's embarrassment. And of course, we live in this world where everyone is having seemingly great sex. So if you think you're the only one who's vagina. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, But if you if you sort of feel that yours is the only vagina who is not having great sex, it can be a really lonely place to be. And also vaginismus can be excruciatingly, excruciatingly painful can't say that probably really painful um and quite often they might go to see their gp or a nurse and the gp or the nurse they're perhaps not very comfortable talking about sex and bodies and some women are sort of told well you know a glass of wine and a tickle will sort it Mm. i promise you it will not um, um, and it can be psychosomatic. Um, yeah. It can be a response to past trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be both of those. Um, and we meet thousands of women every year with vaginismus. So we felt it's really important what to highlight this. Idea. Yeah. Um, and what will happen at the Awareness Day? It is quite a chilled out event. There's going to be cups of tea and Danish pastries because why not? It's Salt a Sunday. <laughs> Um, I will be there chairing a panel and on the panel we're going to have Lisa McKenzie from the Vaginismus Network who was set up for this very reason, basically a community where women with vaginismus can come together and Mm. talk and bond. Um, Sarah Berry will be there, she's a sex and relationship therapist and she also works with the Vaginismus Network and we're going to have Hazel Mead who herself is living with vaginismus. Um, I think I can say this because I think she's open about it. Uh, But she is a sex-positive graphic illustrator. You might have seen her work on Instagram. She went absolutely viral. She's amazing. Um, So, yeah, so we're going to talk about vaginismus, uh, talk about the dilation process, which is sort of when you teach your body to relax around something. And we'll also be taking questions from the guests. And even if people can't make it, because it's short notice for our listeners, yes, even if yeah. people can't make it, are you planning on doing it for, as a yearly thing or uh, is there another way they can get hold of Absol- Absolutely. Are you filming it? We're not, but that is such a great, that's a really great idea. Let me come back to you on that, okay. actually. <laughs> um, so we've been doing Virginismus Awareness Day for a couple of years now, um, something that we sort of started at Shish because we felt there needed to be a special day when we talk about problematic vaginas um we have a website called vaginismusawareness.com we do need to update it but still uh, the vaginismus network i do recommend checking out the the vag gals as i like to call them (laughs) (laughs) Uh, lisa and kat and sarah really really friendly they know everything about vaginismus um and you know that they what their idea is to connect you up with other women with vaginismus in your area so you sort of have a vag buddy oh. a funny friend oh. which i think is amazing <laughs> oh, would you like a funny bat. friend always <laughs> but right now i'm eating <laughs> maybe later is there um is is there a cure seems the wrong word but is there a way Yes, and this is this is sort of part of what we will talk about. There is no fast cure. And even if you have seemingly overcome it, it may come back in a few years time sort of thing. Yeah. So it's more about looking at what it is that might have caused it in the first place, whether that's trauma or, you know, uh, some women or a lot of people actually, they have issues with 
sex from childhood. So maybe you've been told that sex is really bad and you've been brought up in a very sex negative atmosphere. So when you come to have sex with a partner, the vagina clamps shut because it thinks that something inappropriate is about to happen. Um, so it's kind of looking at why it might have happened. Also, if there's a lot of pain, I would always recommend getting that checked out before you start your dilation process. So dilation is slowly inserting um, a number of vaginal dilators, vaginal trainers. And this is something we're very proud of. We hand make our own set at Shish in our dildo lab. So we make a, a set of four soft silicone vibrating dilators. So it's the world's first soft silicone vibrating kit. And it's sort of like a, a set of four vaginal trainers in a variety of sizes. The smallest is probably slightly smaller than my little finger. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of slowly work your way up and as you become more confident you then learn how to relax the vagina to allow something in as well this is honestly i think shush is such an incredible store and incredible institution and i've loved your place for decades Mm. and the fact that you're doing this i just think it's extraordinary but i also think the fact you're doing it there will be great for people because of the atmosphere there it's so inclusive and sexy and fun and not scary yes absolutely and that is what we work very hard to to sort of uh, make our customers feel so it's about um, encouraging every woman to embrace her true sexual self yeah. or call it whatever that may be you know however you see that that is kind of what we want you to because of be course sex explore. isn't just penetration no absolutely not and i think if most women think about the best sex or the best orgasms they've ever had Mm. probably didn't really involve much penetration at all it might be fingers or tongues or sex toys whatever it may be Mm. but penetration isn't the be all end all of sex yeah and there's also people having sex where penetration isn't involved at all at At all all. absolutely and they have great sex yeah 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 amazing so this is this sunday this Sunday, the 15th of September, um, 12.30 at Shish, 31 to 35 Pitfield Street, London, N16HB. So come along. Uh, feel free to give us a call or an email beforehand just to make sure we have enough pastries for everyone. <laughs> I love that it was pastries, yeah. not room, yeah. just pastries. <laughs> pastries <yeah. laughs> Priorities. Yeah. What's the aim of Sexual Health Week? Sexual Health Week um, this year, the theme is about sex relationships and disability and we're wanting to start conversations about Mm. it because people tend not to want to talk about sex apart from obviously us in this room um not necessarily wanting to talk about disabilities as well and the two together are certainly not talked about um and i think people sometimes forget that people with health conditions or disabilities they also want a great sex life. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've been seeing lots of things come up, which is, it's been very encouraging recently to see lots of people making toys for people with disabilities. Exactly. Like amputees. If you don't have a hand, how can you yes, use a exactly. vibrator? How? Yeah. Yeah. Or bondage, anything to do with bondage. And there's been a lot of that 
coming up recently are you having are you going to be showcasing any of those or are you going to be talking about those we have a fabulous event coming up so on tuesday the 17th of september Mm. um we're doing an event with uh, lisa venn of lvlovespr.com she's this amazing little dynamo (laughs) and i love her um and we have there will be shish there will be lisa there's a company called hot octopus yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeju, a British company, Bathmate will be there. Friendo Show, <laughs> yeah, they all these great brands. Um, and what they have in common is that create they create or they design manufactured products for everyone. You yeah. know, they're not gendered. You don't have to be, you know, straight, cis, white woman mm. to enjoy them. Therefore, trans, gay, all ages, queer, all bodies, um, dis- disabilities, health conditions, whatever it may be. Um, we're going to have these toys and we're going to talk about them. We're going to have Evie Fahili, which is one of my girls, actually. She's also known as the sex clown. You should check her out. <laughs> the, sex uh, clown. the sex clown. I know, it's slightly worrying, isn't yeah. it? but it's in a funny way. <laughs> and, um, no, don't put, no, no. You need to give more information. <laughs> sex, I'm terrified. And she's going to be talking about the vibrator history from then till now. Oh, cool. So we're actually going to show one of these Vic- Victorian vibrators and she's going to kind of talk about what used to go on with those up mm. until the beautiful toys that we will have from Hot Octopus and Juju. Oh, brilliant. Because yeah. it seems like it went from, you know, basically being a block of woods to something that was used <laughs> as a, you know, a medicinal device. Exactly, yeah. And then, and then it was like the 80s, you know, from the 80s, mm. it was all just like, let's make it look like a proper cop <laughs> with women with on the front with their massive tits. <laughs> and only like within like the last 10 years, we're getting actual products that is like... That suits everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, how exciting. Yes. And I mean that in every level. That's... How do you, so, so you know you were talking about some um, products and stuff you've seen that have been specially created. Kind mm. of like what? Um, well, one of the things that I've seen has been, um, uh, like I said, it was, it was something more for amputees. Because um, I just never thought about that. You know, if you can't hold a vibrator, if you can't hold a whip. So it was like a cuff that was um, a whip that you could place if you were, say, you had um, a below elbow amputation. Yeah. So you could put, place the cuff more near, close to your shoulder. And that was um, like a cat of nine tails. Or um, there were, you know, longer vibrators. So, you know, if you could, you know, if you could hold it closer, you know, or in your mouth or something, and then it can go, you know, longer down there. And like, there was all sorts. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just really encouraging to see that happen. But also, sorry, there was also something else because I was listening to, um, uh, someone that I'm trying to get onto the show, um, Charlotte Rose, who is a sex worker, and she was talking about how she was going into um, how she was trying to get more people who have disabilities and trying to get sex workers seeing, you know, trying to get it okay for sex workers to see them, mm. and how there was a guy who was totally paraplegic and could only con- communicate using his eyes, and it took a year for the the social for the authorities for the social for the social workers to figure out if he could have sex or not oh and isn't that my disgusting God. he yes. asked him he said i want to have sex yeah and there are sex workers who are like yeah and, and there are people yeah. you know anyone yes. who, who would say yeah fine but yeah. the authorities for them to come in and social workers to be like oh we Health have to and sp- safety yeah yes, yeah absolutely. so because it would be just it would be um 
re-education not just products yeah yeah re-education just to get the stigma away from if you're disabled absolutely you can be as horny as you like absolutely yes and i think people find it uncomfortable Mm. to think about it yeah you know and and really it shouldn't really shouldn't it's just you know being disabled or not you want to have a relationship you want to have love you want to have great sex whatever it is you know we just need to kind of make the conversation normalized we need to start talking about it and i guess as well i guess there was all that kind of like too much red tape but maybe as well to protect the people because you know you don't want anyone being anything untoward happening either do you maybe they do (laughs) for everyone isn't it but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, I know. But I think like putting the words "sex" and "disability" together, mm. I think the more we see that in the mainstream news, well, any kind of sex education. So I know yeah. we talk about this a lot, but I, I don't remember. I'm, I must have had a sex education class. It would have been thirty minutes max. Yeah. I can't remember anything that happened. Are you in the condom on the condom banana? On a banana. Yeah, generation. Yeah. Do you remember sex education? Uh, mine was slightly different. I was brought up in Sweden, so we did have sex education. Um, but I don't think there was any talk of masturbation or pleasure. It was yeah. basically periods, sex, babies. Yeah. <laughs> we had, in stuff. that order. <laughs> we had our boys separated. So I can only assume that the boys got taught that it's okay, that sometimes they might have played with themselves, but the girls got taught about periods, but we yeah. never got taught. And no. this is that, that we can, we can masturbate. Masturbate and enjoy or, pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it needs to be a whole new re-education yeah. for absolutely everyone. Um, Rene, so, so yeah, so this is with uh, Brilliant Lisa and you're um, sharing with, uh, co-hosting with Brand Hot Octopus mm-hmm. and all these other brands. And there's this great uh, quote, which I guess this is the, Miranda, the thrust. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. Thank you. Hot Octopus believe pleasure and sexual expression is a fundamental human right, which is why they're breaking taboos around sex and masturbation, creating pleasure products that work for everybody. Absolutely. And that's the bottom line of all of it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, um, and that, that's what it's about. So you've got your, you've got a panel, you've got yes. talks. There will be talks. Um, there will be um, the vodka shots. There yeah. will be goodie bags. Yeah. Stop mentioning so, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so each each brand will talk a little bit about who they are, what they do, and they will share their information. So Juju, for example, they're going to be talking about pelvic floor health, part of sexual health, but also pleasure, how you can have fun whilst you do your pelvic floor. Bathmate, um, this is actually quite interesting. They are or they have the world's biggest penis pump. It's helped over one million with confidence and sexual performance. But when it says penis, biggest penis pump, I'm like, is that in size or is it the I've most popular it. one? Yeah, oh, I've have you? It. Tell me about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's both. <laughs> yeah. Biggest, and it's the biggest and Popular. it's the best seller. No, it's huge. It's fabulous. I've got a couple of pot plants living in yeah. it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and System Joe, um, they will be talking about, you know, they want to break down taboos around lube and lube use. Yeah. There'll be a lot of um, fun flavored uh, lubes. Um, there is also they have a baby making lube, which I think is really or help. Yeah, it supports your baby making. So basically, um, if you are actively trying to conceive, using a lube will alter the pH in the vagina, making it slightly less sperm friendly. Ah. So if you're actively trying to conceive, you want a sperm friendly lubricant, That's and they have this 
What does yeah. that taste like? Um, well, I'm hoping to find out next Tuesday. <laughs> that will be in my vodka. I shall have some baby-making juice. <laughs> lube. Baby-making lube. <laughs> when you have... You <laughs> know, it's too late you said it. Vodka. Too, too late. You said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call that Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. With with events like this, which is just, just brilliant, and and sexual health week how do they marry in terms of because the positive result i guess is you you want this word to be spread more how does that happen yes yes so so with this event um we've created um especially for bloggers and journalists um like yourselves um and we will also have some exclusive invites for really good customers and then hopefully the bloggers and the journalists they will go away they will talk about it they will write about it they will record podcasts about it (laughs) Uh, so thank you yeah thank you for this this really kind of helps helps sharing and of course pleasure is a part of sexual health and well-being and quite often it's overlooked because when we talk about sexual health we think about STIs and chlamydia testing and and that sort of thing Uh, but we're actually introducing the the pleasure into it as well Love Honey did um, a recent study, um, sexual health, um, a, a sexual happiness study. Uh, it was fascinating results, and a lot of it was saying, um, I think it's a third of people said that um, sex, the pleasure of sex, um, improves their mental health. Yes, you it know, does. It's Absolutely, important. it's good for you. Mm. Good sex is good for you. Um, it makes you feel happier, healthier, you get a glow about you, you sleep better, you feel more confident. Mm. Um, and quite often, this is, I shouldn't perhaps not even share this oh, with no, you. You must. You must. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes um, when customers come in, I can already tell that they're not enjoying their sex lives before they've started talking. Right. I like, Look, I know, no. Look at us two. Oh. Okay. Guess when we last had sex. <laughs> Wow, uh, I, I would say this one over here, Miranda, I would say probably about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> I you know took you it dis- down the lake. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say, you disappeared out for a few minutes. Let's she came back looking at bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> So you think Miranda had sex 40 minutes ago. And how was it? Did she love it? Was it good? I think okay. she had a great time. I think she might have like a little bullet vibrator snuck into her right pocket. Now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and to the lady. You're filled. Don't touch yourself. You're filled. So that event sounds brilliant. Except yeah. for the Luby Jelly Shop. I- yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm more than happy to use lube. Sure. I'm more than happy to have lube thrust upon me. Sure. But I do not think I want to have it in my vodka with ice and lemon. Yeah. Um. Sounds like a great event, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does, and it's so nice to see things becoming a lot more open, and you know, and discussing disability and not just with partners or how you can have sex but also what toys you, yeah. you can use we, yeah. it, we, it needs to be talked about yeah you can be experimental as well it's yeah. like why should it just be one kind of sex yeah um, I really love what Renee was saying about um, how it's spread because that, that's that's always my concern is you know I don't stay up at night thinking about this but if it's yeah. if it's something like a sexual health week message do you want that message to be heard yeah you know don't it's no it's no good just a group of women talking about something with great intentions it needs to be out there so yeah. we're doing that and um 
shush and Sexual Health Week is going to be everywhere about this a brilliant event as well. And I am very sorry that we made you tell us when the last time was you had sex, which was a long time ago because you were on holiday and you ain't had a holiday since 1986. Have you finished? Yeah. Sometimes your, her, your words hurt. <laughs> this is one of those times. <laughs> um, I'm Bibi Lynch. <laughs> and I'm going to get a reply on EasyJet. Uh, <laughs> I'm Miranda Kay. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. And you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex, triple X at the end. <laughs> and um, if you have a sexy question or a query or anything um, you're aching aching burning itching (laughs) don't bother us (laughs) but if you've got something you'd like us to talk about get in touch info at sexpod.co.uk 